When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Steeler Stat Geek. This is Steel Curtain Network editor Dave Schofield coming at you Thursday morning of the bye week. Here we go, rolling through. The Steelers are three and two. If you'd have told me at the beginning of the season that the Steelers were three and two at the bye, I'd say I'd take it. If you were to tell me at the beginning of the season that the Steelers were three and two at the bye, and both their offense and defense would be ranked 30th in the NFL, I'd say you were crazy. I really would. But that's what—that's the reality of where we are right now with this Pittsburgh Steelers team. Hey, sometimes just finding a way to win the game is all that it takes. The Steelers got no style points. Well, I don't know about none, but for for – The majority of the game, they got no style points, especially on offense. But bottom line is is the Steelers are 2-0 in the AFC North, which is very significant as they go into the bye week. Now, also, I'm going to say this. We've got several different things to talk about here today. But one thing I will say is that I'm hoping that I'm not falling victim to this, others falling victim to this, I know just listening to to Jeff Hartman and talking to him and listening to Let's Ride that he doesn't fall victim to this, although it's where we tend to go because the Steelers generally come out of the bye and they 
recent years have showed us they've kind of fixed some things coming out of the bye. Now, I'm not going to break that down numerically. I didn't have the time to do that. Maybe that could be next week's show. Since I don't have to cover a game this weekend, I might just have to look at it and say, hey, season by season, where are the Steelers before the bye, after the bye, and various things? Because we know last year how it made such a big difference. But there's no magic reset button. When you, when you go into the bye, there's no guarantee that it's going to work that way. But at the same time, the Steelers have kind of given us some hope that that's the way it's going to be. So before I go any further, I want to dive into something that I forgot to do last week because it was kind of disheartening. There wasn't really anything good. It was only bad. And that is the Zebra Technologies Next Gen Stat of the Week. So I didn't do it last week. It, it was all it was all Houston stuff and how Houston was good and the Steelers were bad. That's really about all it was. But this week, I guess that's why I forgot to do it. So this week I'm going to do it because guess what? It's good. It's good stuff. Here's an interesting one as we go along. I, I've got three. I've got a quarterback, I've got a wide receiver, and I've got a defense. And you probably know what's going to happen with each of these. But you're like, oh, really? Quarterback? Yep. Listen to this. A whopping 40.6% of Kenny Pickett's 32 pass attempts were tracked as a as sorry, aggressive. They were considered aggressive passes. Most in a game this season. Despite this, Pickett ended the week with a plus 5.3 completion percentage above expected. I guess that's what CPO is, I'm pretty sure. And that was the seventh highest. So Pickett has now led the league in aggressive passing attempts in back-to-back weeks, becoming the second quarterback to do so this year because Jordan Love did it in weeks two and three. Accordingly, Pickett and Love have the two highest aggressiveness marks of the season, 25.8% and 25.3% respectively. So Kenny Pickett um, is first in that. So it's not that Kenny Pickett isn't being aggressive with with his throws. I mean, come on, those George Pickens ones, those are some fairly aggressive throws. I think what Steeler fans would prefer is for him to not have to make aggressive throws. To have a better scheme and a better route combo that players would be more open and he doesn't have to be so aggressive with these passes. That's just me saying. That's what I would prefer. I'm not necessarily saying that's a good thing, but you can't say that that uh, Kenny Pickett isn't being aggressive, at least according to the next-gen stats. So let's look at the wide receivers because, yeah, we've got George Pickens. And this says, on George Pickens' game-winning 41-yard touchdown, quarterback Kenny Pickett faced an eight-man box with the deepest defender 4.5 yards off the line of scrimmage. The duo took advantage of the Ravens' defense in cover zero, scoring a TD that featured Pickett throwing a pass with 40.2 yards of air distance and Pickens being just 1.8 yards from the sideline at the time of the catch. Since entering the league in 2022, Pickens has 327 receiving yards on sideline targets. No other receiver has more than 200 because Stefan Diggs has 198. I guess he's next. In week five, Pickens had the lowest average cushion, 3.4 yards, and average separation, 1.1 yards, of any receiver, still hauling in six passes on 10 targets for 130 yards. 
So that's some interesting numbers there with good old George Pickens. And last but not least, let's get to the defense. I thought this might have been their stat of the week. It was not. It was their second. It was their second one when it came to defense. So it wasn't wasn't the premier. It was the next one, and that is Alex Highsmith generated a career high eleven pressures, tied for the most in a game by any player this season, and he has thirty total on the season. Highsmith strip sack of Lamar Jackson with a minute twelve remaining in the fourth quarter increased the Steelers' win probability from seventy four point eight percent to 99.0%. That's a 24.2% increase. So there's some good next-gen Zebra Technology stats. I said that in the reverse order. Zebra Technology's next-gen stats of the week. There we go. There I got it. (sighs) All right. So you get nice little stats like that when the Steelers find a way to win, and the Steelers found a way to win. They scored a very unconventional 17 points. But the key is that they only gave up 10. So in the second half of the show, I'm still going to go over the Steelers' ranks like I usually do versus their opponents. I'm going to do that just to kind of set where the Steelers are at the bye. So therefore, we'll have an idea of where they are going forward. Now, could these rankings change for next week? They could, even though the Steelers are on bye because of what other teams do. But before we get into that, What I wanted to talk about in this show was the Steelers, I I feel that their offense has kind of had to have a bit, I would call it an overcorrection. That's what I would call it. A bit of an overcorrection on something. And I think what they ultimately need to do is find a happy medium. So here's where I think the Steelers are overcorrecting. One of the things that the offense was, I don't know, I'll even say scolded for last year or, you know, was a knock on them from last season was their ability or lack thereof to score from outside the red zone. Because last year, I mean, the Steelers only had two touchdowns that came from more than 20 yards away. Two touchdowns the whole season. They were more than 20 yards out. This year, they already have three. More than half of their offensive touchdowns are from outside the red zone. So that, But that's a good thing, right, Dave? That, you're saying that's good? That's good if, or maybe what, what Jeff did want to hear on, on Sunday after the game. But, but the problem is they're not getting more offensive production. You wanted to see those longer plays for touchdowns, those splash offensive plays is what I would refer to them as. You want to see that on top of the other offensive production you would have otherwise. So let's dive in to some of these numbers. I have a whole big paper. I'm going to try to keep this all straight from going from one thing to the next. I'm apologizing right now if I bounce around a little bit because I've got to follow where my notes go here a little bit because um, I'll be honest with you, on this huge notebook that I have, I'm on my next to last sheet of paper, um, and I wanted to get it all in this notebook and and start my new notebook after the bye week. That's what I'm hoping to do. So uh, let's see if, I mean, for, for you nerds of steel out there, if you're nerdy like me, a little bit OCD, you might actually appreciate that. that yeah, um, if I'm going to have to go to a new notebook, I really want to do it at a key point in the season. I probably should have just started the new one at the beginning of the year, but I just started writing here and going, so that's the way it goes. All right, Dave, that's enough on that. Let's get to it. 
first thing, let's – I looked at touchdown drives. I was looking at touchdown drives to start. And how many touchdown drives the Steelers have this year versus last year? And I'm looking at the whole year of last year. For now, we're also going to eventually break into some to some other other numbers where I looked at just the first 5 games from last year to just have a a, a good comparison of a similar amount of of time. So, but if you look at last year's numbers, the Steelers had 28 offensive touchdown drives. 28. Two of those touchdowns came from outside of, from the from of more than twenty yards. Twenty six came within the the red zone and at, at the twenty yard line or closer, which is like oh okay I, I got gotcha. you. But out of those touchdowns, the average length of the touchdown for the for the you know just take oh you know it was a it was a seven yard touchdown it was a six yard touchdown. So if you average out their touchdowns. The, the the average distance was 6.68 yards. So that that was just what it was. The the two longest touchdowns for the Steelers last year were 31 yards and 24 yards, the only ones outside uh, of 20 yards. Now, if you look at the Steelers this year, they have five offensive touchdowns in five games. That's right. They're averaging one touchdown a game offensively. One. That's it. So that right there is a little bit concerning because think about 28 last year. That's not quite two. And that was bad. That only gave them an 18, what was it, 18.1 points a game. That was bad enough. So now you're talking averaging one, right? Two touchdowns have come within inside the 20. Three were outside the 20 with a 72-yard touchdown and a 71-yard touchdown. And then this past week, a 41-yard touchdown. The Steelers' average length of touchdown this season is 40 yards. Okay, last year was 6.68. Through five games this year, it's 40 yards. So you look at these numbers and you think this is a good thing. And it can be. The problem is you needed these type of touchdowns on top of the production that the offense had last year. You take that offensive production and you add more touchdowns from Splash Plays, and it's a whole different story. So I've got a bunch more to dive into, but before I do, we're going to go ahead and take our break because I'm afraid I'll get going and then just forget to do it at all. So we're going to take our break, and when we come back, I'm going to look at um, a couple other things from these touchdown drives. Then we're going to look at the Steelers' offensive drives in general and compare them and see where they are this year compared to last year, even though they're getting more splash. So stick around. We'll be right back after these messages. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. 
Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Steeler fans, here we go. We're diving right back into comparing the Steelers' offensive production this season to last season. Now, remember, I'm comparing it to last year, and last year was not good. Last year was not good numbers. The Steelers needed to improve. They did. Think about it. Some people are like, oh, 27 points game. That is crazy. Not unheard of, but that's a crazy jump to try to go from 18 to 27. I said if they just went, if the Steelers scored 24 points a game, 24 points a game last year puts you in the top 10. Top 10 offenses by getting to 24. So for people to think 27, not to average, but that's some numbers you'd like to hit occasionally, um, that's just a little bit too much. That's not where the Steelers are now, which we're going to talk about um, here in a little bit. But looking at these touchdowns, I, I did some things where I looked at their touchdown drives of all last year and so far this year. Okay. Last year, the average number of plays on the Steelers touchdown drives, 9.6 plays. This year, 6.6 plays. Is that good or is that bad? Eh? Last year, the average time of their touchdown drives, how long they took to score, four, four minutes and 32 seconds. Right now, for the Steelers in 2023, their average is two minutes even. Two minutes even. That's their average time of possession on a touchdown drive because a lot of these touchdowns they've had to score or did score quickly because they were long touchdowns. Okay. Uh, the average distance of their, of their drive last year, like the, like the how from where, not, not the touchdown itself, but the drive, the average distance was and I'm not it doesn't take into penalties and more yardage gained than what they started. It went from where they started to where they to where they finished in the touchdown zone. Yeah, that's right. I said touchdown zone. Um last year it was 60 or sorry, 67.6 yards was their average distance for a touchdown drive. This year, 82.6. So it's longer drives. You know, that's that's not a terrible thing. Okay. Um the longest drive when the, the, these next three stats were all longest drive. Now, believe it or not, for 2022, all three of them are going to be the same thing. But there's three different ways I look at them. Which one's the longest drive by the number of plays? The Steelers had a 21-play touchdown drive last year. This was against Carolina. It was 11 minutes and 43 seconds, 
and it went 91 yards. That was their longest touchdown drive last year. This year, their longest touchdown drive is 12 plays, three minutes and 19 seconds, and 82 yards. That's right. The longest time of of a touchdown drive that the Steelers have so far this year is three minutes and 19 seconds. So they're they're relying on hitting that splash play. They are not able to really sustain drives uh, for for this year. If you look at last year, the the Steelers, um, 26 out of their 28 touchdown drives were two minutes or longer. Okay? That was 93%. This year, only two of the five, that's 40%. We're, we're longer than two minutes, right? How about 10 play drives, 10 play touchdown drives? The Steelers had 15 of their 28 scores touchdown drives last year were 10 plays or more. That was 54%, okay? They only have one touchdown drive this year that's hit double digits, one for the Steelers. That's only 20% of their drives, double-digit plays meaning. And 16 out of 28 were drives of 75 yards or longer last year. That's 57%. Here's one that's a little bit crazy, and I dove into this a little bit more because I couldn't believe it. All five of the Steelers' touchdown drives this season have been 75 yards or longer. They have been – the Steelers have started at their own 25 or worse on their touchdown drives. When the Steelers get better field position – they don't score touchdowns. That's a problem this year. I mean, you would think at least one one of those in there, it it would be all right and and everything. Uh, No, because when I looked at it, I said, okay. So I'll I'll, I'll hit this up real quick. Um, This is one I actually broke down where I looked just at the first five games of last year to have a better comparison. Because I looked this much up much later, and then that that was the, the, the stipulation that I had. Last year, if you look at the Steelers' first five games, They had six drives where they started at their own 40 or better. So they had 60 yards or less to go. 60 yards or less. Last year in the first five games, that happened six times. They got two touchdowns, three field goals, and a missed field goal. Okay. You could have, would have, could have, should have had a missed field goal in there. But they had a scoring opportunity in all of them. This year, this year, the Steelers have had nine drives where they started, at worst, their own 40-yard line. Nine. Good field position. Zero touchdowns. Five field goals. Two punts. One time turned over on downs. I was against San Francisco late. And one time it was there was a fumble. So the Steelers have not – this offense has not taken advantage of good field position when they have it. Okay, well, let's even let's take that even farther. That, that'll narrow these numbers, same numbers down a little bit. When the Steelers started in the on their opponent side of the field in the first five games of last year, that happened four times. The Steelers got a touchdown, two field goals, and a missed field goal. And that touchdown was where they took over the four yard line. This year, four times, same number as the first four games last year. First five games last year, four times they've had a drive start in opponent's territory. They have three field goals and turn it over on downs. They have not finished off a drive where they were given good field position, which is quite disheartening. All right, let's get back to some other stuff here real quick. So what I decided to do was I decided to to look at, all right, 
let's look at all the Steelers' offensive drives, with one exception. I took out any drive that consisted just of kneel downs. Now, the one in the Ravens game, that should not have been taken out because it wasn't just kneel downs because they kicked the field goal. So, But if it's a drive where all they did take in the end at the end of the half at the end of the game, those drives, they're thrown out of here. So what I did was I, was I looked at all of 2022. I looked at 2023, and then I looked at the first five games of last year to have a comparison because, you know, they're like, well, or this, how, how have the Steelers done the first five games this year versus the first five games last year where they went one and four and then eventually got things straightened out after their bye, which fell a little bit later. Well, last year, the Steelers, you know, 28 touchdown drives. That was 16.6% of their drives. 16.6% of their drives were, were touchdowns. Now, let's give you an idea of where that falls. Last year, 2022, for the entire NFL, 21.9 drives ended in touchdowns. And so far this year, 21.3, fairly close. So you're looking around, you know, the 21 to 22% range. The Steelers, last year, 16.6. The first six games, or sorry, the first five games of the season, it was worse. They, you know, they, they only had, had six touchdowns. That was 10.7%. And that was out of 56 drives. The Steelers have one less drive um, in the first five games this year than what they had last year through five games. And it's one less touchdown. That's right. The Steelers have only scored a touchdown on 9.1% of their drives. The NFL average is 21 to 22%. The Steelers have scored touchdowns on 9% of their drives so far this season. Worse than the first five games last year with the Steelers at one and four. Okay, well, what about, well, maybe they're getting more field goals. Eh, a little bit. Well, the Steelers last year for the whole season, they, they had 34 good field goals. They, they missed a good bit, believe it or not, and, and which was 20.1% of their drives. Well, that's actually a little bit better than the NFL average. Last year it was 17.1. Uh, no, wait, that's, that's 17.1 is what it is right now for this year. Last year it was 16.0. So um, just, just to clarify there. So they, you know, that's what happens when you don't have as many touchdowns. You get a few more field goals. But you're talking, you know, 16 17%. Well, 16% is what the Steelers were in field goals last year through the first five games. This year they're at 18.2. They have 10 field goals. And But the difference is, I will tell you, the difference is the Steelers have not attempted more field goals this year. They attempted more last year. Um and we'll get to that. So then, then you say, oh, well, it must be because they're, they're turning the ball over. Nope. No, I mean, last year the Steelers turned the ball over on 17 drives. That was 10, 10.1%. The first five games, it was seven drives. That was 12.5%. This year the Steelers have been better taking care of the ball, 9.1%, um, ending in a turnover. That's lower than what the NFL average was last year, which was 11.9. And this year so far it's 12.2. So the Steelers are doing a good job of not turning the ball over as much. But when you look at the overall scores, like did you score a field goal or touchdown? Uh, right now, this year, the NFL average is 38.4. Last year, it was 37.9. So you're looking right around 38%. And last year, the Steelers were at 36.7%. But the first five games, they were only at 26.8%. And this year, they're only at 273 they They're barely better than the first five games of last year. 
And think of how bad the Steelers were the first five games. Then they had their offense got better, and they were supposed to build on that this year. They're basically the same, if not worse, than what they were the first five games last year. Yikes. So you're thinking, well, where is this coming from? Why, you know, what, what are happening on these drives? They're not turning it over, but they're not scoring as many touchdowns. Well, that's right. They're having more punts. They're having more punts. The NFL average for the year last year was punting on 38.7% of the drives. So far this year, it's 38.2. So, you know, those are fairly close. The Steelers last year punted on 40.8% of their drives. The first four, five games of the season, sorry, first five games, they punted on 44.6% of their drives. And right now the Steelers are punting on 54.5% of their drives. They're just not converting. They're just not converting. And last year in the first five games of the season, the Steelers missed four field goals. They missed 10 field goals on the season. Right now for the Steelers, no missed field goals, none. So that's what's going on with, with, with these drives, okay? Let's look at, 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 at some of these averages, like the, the same things I did before, the, the plays, uh, the yards, and the time. Last year, as a whole, the Steelers averaged 6.7 plays per drive, 31.5 yards per drive, and an average time of 3.06. These aren't scoring drives. These are just any drives, except the ones that are just kneel downs. The first five games, it was worse. They were a yard worse. So not a yard worse, sorry. One full play worse on average. Only 5.7 plays per drive, 25.7 yards per drive. That was down, of course, from the overall season average. And they had only two minutes and 32 seconds of an average drive time that was off the clock. But the first five games this year, there was 5.7 last year, 5.4 this year. 5.4 plays per drive. Instead of 25.7 yards per drive, they're 25.1 yards per drive. And instead of 2.3 or 2 minutes and 32 seconds, it's 2 minutes and 24 seconds. So the offense is doing worse this season in the first five games than they were last year during the first five games. It it's just one of those, just one of those things. But what's crazy is where they're doing better is there is the bigger splash plays. For example, plays that went over 20 yards doesn't mean that it was thrown 20 yards. Doesn't mean it just means from this isn't excluding penalties. If the penalty added on, you're talking about the, the the yards gained in a play. Last year, the Steelers had 52 plays where they gained 20 yards or more. That was an average of 3.06 per game. The first five games of the season, they had they had 15 plays. That was three a game, okay? And they were all passes um, last year, the, the first five games. They were all passes, 15 of them. This year, the Steelers have 17. They're averaging 3.4 plays per game where they gain at least 20 yards on the play. 14 are passes, three are runs. So you're seeing more, quote-unquote, splash plays on the offense but it's not equating to more touchdowns and it's not equating to more yards and it's not, it's not equating to more production. They're getting the splash plays, but it's at the cost. It's at the expense of actually sustaining drives. They are way worse at, at sustaining drives because you take away those splash plays and, and you know, they're kind of in trouble. 
Then I said, okay, let, let's go a little bit further. What about 30-plus yard pass or plays from, from, from scrimmage? Last year, the Steelers had 17. So they had as many 30-yard plays last year as what the Steelers already have this year in 20-yard plays. They had 17 plays of 30 yards or more. That's one a game. Through the first five games last year, the Steelers only had three plays of 30 yards or more. That was 0.6 per game. But this year they've got seven already, seven plays of 30 yards or more. That's 1.4 plays per game that go for 30 yards or more. The Steelers have as many 40-yard plays this year as they did all of last year, and that's three. Last year the Steelers only had three plays of more than 40 yards. Steelers already have that this year through five games. So they are getting the splash, but they're not sustaining their drives without it. That's the happy medium that they need to find. There's just there, there's just too much discrepancy in those numbers that last year, oh man, they can't, you know, they have to drive all the way down in there and finish it off. They need some more plays to score from outside the red zone. Yes, they do. And they did this year already have more scores from outside the red zone than they did all last year. But unfortunately, their problem is actually even getting to the red zone, sustaining a drive to get into the red zone and finish it off. Steelers have no rushing touchdowns yet this year. So that's the trade-off that's going on. So it's nice to see those splash plays, but you need them on top of a regular functioning offense. Maybe, just maybe, I'll throw it out there, what really helps the Steelers to sustain drives, in my opinion, is you need a – a possession receiver. You needed Deontay Johnson. And the Steelers only had Deontay Johnson for about a half of a game. So that's something that I think the Steelers could improve on. Hopefully, Deontay Johnson coming back. I said it during the Ravens game. I, I, I can't remember if I tweeted it or if I put it on the game day thread at steelcurrentnetwork.com. Is I said, it's a play like that where you really miss Deontay Johnson. It was a third and six. And Pickett and Pickens were not on the same page. It was like the first or second drive of the game. I'm like, that's that's where you miss Deontay Johnson. So hopefully maybe he can bring some of that balance because right now the Steelers really need to find that happy medium in order to say, all right, you need the splash plays that you didn't have last year. You've got the splash plays, but you don't have much offense outside of them. You don't have much offense outside of them. And I still can't believe that the Steelers haven't had a touchdown drive that came from better field position than what they would get on a touchback from a kickoff. They've all been 75 yards or more. Crazy, crazy. All right, I want to real quick go over where the Steelers are ranked right now going into the bye week in the typical ranks that I do. You know, overall yards, points, rushing, passing, um, sacks, and turnover slash takeaways for offense and defense. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you where the Steelers rank in the NFL and where they rank in the AFC North. And I'm going to tell you which way they went from last week. This is basically, to me, with a nice early buy coming in week six, this is kind of a baseline. This is where the Steelers are now. Where are they going from now with these numbers? Because, man, oh, man, they do not look good. All right, so first of all, let's hit the offense here real quick since we're running out of time. The Steelers averaged 268.2 yards per game. That's 30th in the NFL. That's down one spot from last week. That's third in the AFC North. Points per game on offense. They're averaging 15.8 points per game. That is 29th in the NFL. That's down two spots from last week. That is last in the AFC North. 
when it comes to running the football. They're averaging 80.4 yards per game. That's 30th in the NFL. That's down one spot from last week. And that's third in the FC North. That's right. The Bengals are even worse. And when it comes to passing, the Steelers average 187.8 passing yards. That's 27th in the NFL. And if you remember what I said this last week, last week the Steelers were first in the AFC North, even though they were they were tw- ranked 25th, because it's like I said, it was they're down two spots from last week. They're third in the AFC North when it comes to passing yards per game, but they're only 12 yards behind first. <laughs> That's right, because they're 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 ahead of Cleveland, and now they're just behind Baltimore and Cincinnati. Who are who? Like I said, 12 points up to Cincinnati, who's in first. Now splash plays. This is where the Steelers are making their living right now. They are, they are dependent on creating splash offensively and defensively, okay? So when offense, it's about avoiding these type of splash plays, and that is sacks. The Steelers have been sacked 14 times. That's 20th in the NFL, down three spots from last week, but that's second in the AFC North. And when it comes to turnovers, the Steelers have six on the year. That's tied for 13th, which is what they were last week, and that is second in the AFC North. So that's where they're – the best is avoiding splash. Now let's hit the defense real quick. Yardage. Steelers 389.4 yards per game. They give up. That's 30th in the NFL. That's the same as what they were last week. That's fourth in the AFC North. So, yeah, the Steelers are 30th offense, 30th defense right now. Points. When it comes to the points, the Steelers are giving up 22.0 points per game. That's 17th in the NFL. That's up six spots from last week. So this this is by far where the Steelers are the, are the best. Is Even though they give up yards, they don't give up points. And you could do that when you get things like sacks and takeaways. Um, so I said, yeah, 17th in the NFL, third, third in the FC North. Uh, when it comes to run defense, 143.8 yards per game, that's 28th. That's actually up one spot from last week. That is third in the FC North. Um, but one thing I will say about this. The Steelers have faced three of the top five rushing offenses in the NFL right now. They have faced the Ravens, the 49ers, and the Browns. That's three of the top five rushing teams in the NFL. And the Steelers have had – in five games, they've played three of them. So, that that to me, I think that number is going to improve uh, more as the season goes on, especially when the Steelers do something like hold the Ravens to 25 yards rushing in the second half while the Ravens are holding the lead. And when it comes to pass defense, the Steelers, 245.6 yards per game. That's 24th. That's two spots better than they were last week, but that's fourth in the AFC North. Sacks, the Steelers have 17. That's tied for fifth. That's two spots better than last week. That's second in the AFC North. They are one sack behind Baltimore. And last but not least, takeaways. Steelers have 11. That's tied for third in the NFL. That's two spots better than last week. And that is first in the AFC North. So where do the Steelers do best? Splash. That's right, splash. So we're going to use some of those numbers. We'll see if they move from this week to next week based on what other teams do. But that's what I'm going to do it now. Then we're going to see next week, hopefully, I'll try to look at some of those numbers. Hey, what are the Steelers' numbers before the buy, after the buy? Don't know how far I'll go back because it's hard to filter that because the buy is not the same week every year. So, hey, make sure you're checking out our podcast. Like I said, we're going to have all our same family of podcast stuff unless it was game-dependent. Like you're not going to get a last minute thought, you're not going to get a post game show, but you're going to have some other stuff filled in there just, just just to be there. Um, we're going to highlight some other things from like our NFL channel and everything. Also, um, 
Preview will still be here tonight. Make sure you check that out with myself, Jeff Harmon, and Brian Anthony Davis. Also, check out SteelCurtNetwork.com. Um, yeah, please, please check us out there. Um, we're trying. It's hard to start over on a website and try to grow it. So any support we can get there, you can support us just by going, just just click and read the article. I mean, we're and we're trying to get it less, you know, with more user friendly. We're taking suggestions from users to see what they would like for us to do to make it better. So make sure you go do that and give us some feedback. Whoa. All right. Here we are. It's the bye week. Next week, we'll be talking about a game coming up just a few days away. So um, exciting to do this and happy that the Steelers have a winning record at this point. First, it's funny. They're, they're so far back in all these ranks for the AFC North, except for one thing, record, where it matters. They're in first place, the AFC North. That and in takeaways. And other than that, they're, they're further down the list. But hey, you've got to enjoy it while you have it. So let's do that. Enjoy this bye week. As I always say, the finish these out. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thanks for geeking out. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.